0: Hey, Smarty Pants, trusty narrator here. Today, I'm hitting the ski slopes in the beautiful Colorado mountains, and I've only fallen once or twice. Have you ever been skiing, Smarty Pants? If you have, then you probably know it's one of the most fun things you can do in the snow, besides making snow angels, of course, which is what I like to do after I fall. What I love about skiing is that it's a great way to combine a little nature, a little exercise, and lots of fun together. And just smell that cool mountain air. (sighs) It doesn't get more refreshing than this. Uh Uh-oh, I'm picking up a lot of speed. Yikes, I'm about to cut off that snowboarder up ahead. Watch out.
1: Yo, watch out, dude. You cruised right in front of me when I was shredding the gnar. If I'd have nailed you, it would have been a total yard sale. You're right. I was totally
0: out of control. My bad. Also,
1: was that English? Oh, do you know Abla Snowboard? I said you got in my way when I was doing my thing down the slope. And if I ran into you, we both would have gone flying and scattered our skis, boards, hats, poles, gloves, goggles, and whatnot everywhere. You know, like a yard sale. Get it?
0: Oh, actually, that all makes sense.
1: I'm the trusty narrator. And you are? Kyle. My boarding bros call me Captain Jibtastic because I got mad stees. <laughs> yeah, now I'm lost again. Oh, right. Uh, translation. I got an impressive style. Anyway, uh, thanks for being so cool, bro. A lot of these other skiers cop a real attitude around his borders.
0: Huh. Trust me, it used to be a lot worse back in the 1980s. Back then, more than 90% of ski resorts didn't even allow snowboarders on their slopes. No way, bruh. Way, bruh. It's only relatively recently that skiers and snowboarders have learned to peacefully coexist.
1: Whoa, for a guy who doesn't speak the lingo, he sure not some facts. Respect, my bra.
0: Well, I am the trusty narrator. Fun facts are my thing. And my sister, Bonnie, teaches snowboarding in Vermont.
1: Uh, perhaps I can learn from you. Can you teach me,
0: Senzai? <laughs> how about this, Captain Jip uh, Kyle? I'll teach you what I know about snowboarding if you teach me what you know about snowboarding. That way, the smarty pants can learn all kinds of cool stuff like how was snowboarding invented? How do you do it? What kind of snowboarding events do they have in the Olympics? And what are some of the coolest snowboard tricks you can do? You got a deal, Captain Trustastic. Trusty's fine. It's time for a snowy whiff of history and science on... Who's smarted? Who's smarted? Who's smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. On
1: Who's smarted?
0: Hey, Smarty Pants and Kyle, how long would you say snowboarding has been around? 20 years, 50 years, or nearly 100 years? I'm thinking 50. You can think that, but you'd be wrong. Snowboarding has actually been around for almost 100 years.
1: Really? Whoa. Hey, that's my line. Whoa.
0: (laughs) Whoa is right. Let's check it out by using my teleportation app to take us back to the early 20th century.
1: Dude, is this really the past? Wow, there's like horses and old timey music. So, I guess so. But what a horses has to do with snowboarding.
0: It all began on a snowy day, back in 1929, when a man named M.L. Burchette decided to tie his feet to a piece of plywood. And then he grabbed the reins of his horse and had it pull him through the snow.
1: Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, uh, that's really not how snowboarding works, dude. I know. Stay with
0: me. The real breakthrough came in 1965, when Sherman Poppin, an engineer in Michigan, attempted to invent a snow toy for his daughter. He bolted two skis together side by side, and added a rope to the front to help you steer.
1: Huh. What did he call this toy?
0: Actually, his wife came up with the name. Smarty Pants, see if you can guess what he called it. Was it the Ski Board, the Snurfer, or the Snow Slider?
1: Um, the Snow Slider?
0: Close! It was actually the Snurfer. You know, combining snow and surfer.
1: Makes sense. I mean, snowboarding is closer to surfing than skiing.
0: Believe it or not, Mr. Poppin ended up selling millions of Snurfers in the 1960s and 70s. And the sport took off with national Snurfing competitions and everything.
1: Dude, they actually called it Snurfing?
0: And along the way... People like Tom Sims and Jake Burton kept making improvements to their boards, like using new materials that would make it go faster and easier to turn. Then, in 1982, the US held its first national snowboard race.
1: Ah, so they finally started calling them snowboards. Yep, it was
0: official. Unfortunately, it was also around this time that skiers and snowboarders began having, um, interpersonal issues.
1: You mean they were fighting?
0: Yeah. Teleporter, take us to a ski slope in 1985. Hey, slow down, you punks. Go play with your skateboards. We don't want troublemakers here.
1: Bummer, dude. What was that all about?
0: Eh, your basic culture clash. The skiers saw the snowboarders as wild, out-of-control rebels who didn't talk, act, or dress like them. Plus, they thought snowboarding ruined the snow. For a while, things between the two groups were pretty, um, gnarly. That's it! I'm calling the ski patrol! But then, a funny thing happened.
1: Like, ha-ha
0: funny? More like, hmm, funny. As snowboarding became more popular, people started getting along. And today, there are just three ski resorts in America that stubbornly won't allow snowboarders. Dude, don't they know how rad snowboarding is? It's totally crunchy. I'll assume that's good. But what I want to know from you, Kyle, is how do you snowboard? Easy.
1: First, ditch those skis. Next, strap your boots into these bindings. Okay, Now what? Okay, first thing you got to know, Broseph, is there's two main ways to stand on your snowboard. There's the more popular regular stance where you put your left foot in front of your right, and then there's the opposite. Smarty pants, what do they call this less popular
0: stance where you put your right foot in front of your left? Is it the bizarro stance? The crazy stance? Or the goofy stance? Did you say the goofy stance? You're right! Except... I'm going to go with my left foot in front.
1: Okay, now that you got your stance, trustinator, (laughs) you gotta know how to move. Unlike skiers who shift their weight from side to side, us boarders shift our weight from our heels to our toes. Observe. Wow, that really does resemble surfing or skateboarding. When you shift your weight forward, you start going downhill and speed up. When you shift backward, you slow down. And when you dig your heels down like this, the edge of your board drags in the snow and you stop. Pretty sick, right? Hey, look, I'm doing it.
0: Dude, you look like a pro. Well, I wouldn't say I was ready for the Olympics, but between the lessons from my sister Bonnie and what you just showed me, I'm doing pretty good. Speaking of the Olympics, when did snowboarding make its debut at the Olympics? Was it in 1998, 2002, 2006, or 2010? The answer is the 1998 Winter Olympics in Nagano, Japan. Back then, there were only four events, men's and women's giant slalom and halfpipe.
1: Yeah, but there's a lot more now, dude. Smarty
0: Pants, how many snowboarding events were there at the last Olympics? The answer is right after this quick break. Do you know how many snowboarding events there are at the Olympics
1: today? I sure do, Trusty (laughs) Mount. There's eleven different snowboarding events. You got your racing events like snowboard cross and the parallel giant slalom, where borders go as fast as seventy miles per hour. Then you got your freestyle events.
0: Hmm. I know what freestyle means in swimming, but what does it mean in snowboarding? Do you know, Smarty Pants?
1: Bro. Freestyle snowboarding is basically any competition where you do tricks during points. You got your big air, where you launch off a ramp, and do as many flips, twists, and tricks as you can before landing, like this. Wow. Then there's slope style where you do tricks and jumps while you speed down a course. The bottom of the course has ramps like big air, but the top of the course has rails.
0: Rails, like the handrail you hold onto when you're going downstairs?
1: Exactly, just like in skate parks. When snowboarders slide on rails, it's called jibbing. Watch. You're pretty good at that. Is that why they call you Captain Gymtastic? You nailed it, you trustiness. Then, of course, there's the event that America's Sean White, probably the world's most famous snowboarder, won three gold medals in, right? Oh, you mean the one where snowboarders ride
0: back and forth across a giant curved ditch? Smarty Pants, what do you think that event is called? Is it A, the snow tunnel, B, the half pipe, or C, the cold curve? If you said the half pipe, you're right.
1: Yeah, I love shredding the pipe, bro. Check it out. First up, your basic front side 360. I'm gonna fly up and out of the half pipe and do a full spin. Nailed it. Next, I'm gonna kick it up a notch and do Shawn White's signature move. Double McTwist 1260. That's three and a half twists and two flips.
0: Yikes! Who would even think to try that? Wow, you really flew way out of the half pipe. And high into the air for that one.
1: This was nothing, Trustosaurus. Ha <laughs> In fact, a boarder named Kaishu Hirano set a world record at this year's Olympics when he flew 24 feet out of the halfpipe.
0: Whoa, that's like four refrigerators stacked on top of each other.
1: Yeah, and since the halfpipe itself is 22 feet deep, that means he was over 40 feet in the air.
0: Whoa. Yikes, that's like twice as high as my house. So, Kyle, what are you
1: gonna do for your big finale? Okay, bro, I'm gonna attempt the most extreme trick ever landed in halfpipe competition, the triple cork 1440. That's three diagonal flips while spinning around four times. I believe in you. Also, I can't watch. Oh,
0: no! Kyle, are you all right?
1: (laughs) Oh, dude, did you see that? I totally failed.
0: And you went full yard sale. Here, I'll help you pick up your stuff.
1: Good thing I was wearing a brain bucket. That's a helmet, trusty narrator. Don't feel bad. It was a great try. Thanks, dude. But for now, I think I'll stick to free riding the pow-pow and leave the booters to the park rats. Uh, pardon? Oh, uh... I'm going to head back to the slopes and leave the extreme jumps to the freestyle experts.
0: It's probably a good idea. Race you to the bottom.
1: Cheer on, brah.
0: See you later, smarty pants. Today's super smarty shout-out goes to Lucas in Louisiana. Good to have you smarting with Who Smarted and learning lots of fun new facts. This episode, Snowboarding, was written by Steve Mellon Melcher and voiced by Taya Goofyfit Garland, Gia Duckfoot Davis, Adam Tux Davis, and Jerry Colbert. Snowboard lessons by Bonnie Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Halfpipe-Han. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max corkscrew Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Spoonnose Suarez. Lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Kolber. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production.